Hey, welcome to Space Gab. This is Mike Coletta. It's the 28th of April, 2021. Space Gab can be heard at www.spacegabpodcast.com, also on podcasts application websites as far as I know there's a few more than I'm probably going to talk to you about right here there's one on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Anchor FM and a number of others on the web and on your favorite device that you listen to podcasts on well sad news today family statement on the passing of astronaut Michael Collins Michael Collins he was the uh Apollo 11 command module pilot on that history-making event. Apollo 11 put the first men on the moon. And the family says, We regret to share that our beloved father and grandfather passed away today after a valiant battle with cancer. He spent his final days peacefully with his family by his side. Mike always faced the challenges of life with grace and humility and faced this, his final challenge, in the same way. We will miss him terribly, yet we also know how lucky Mike felt to have lived the life he did. We will honor his wish for us to celebrate, not mourn, that life. Please join us in fondly and joyfully remembering his sharp wit his quiet sense of purpose, and his wide perspective gained both from looking back at Earth from the vantage of space and gazing across calm waters from the deck of his fishing boat. Our family asks for privacy during this difficult time. Details on services will be forthcoming. His wise perspective gained both from looking back at Earth from the vantage of space. And he had one heck of a gaze, didn't he? The first command mission to go to the moon, astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin in the lunar lander left Michael Collins to lead the way in the command modules as he orbited the moon. As Buzz and Neil went down to the surface, Astronaut Collins always keeping contact with his teammates as they made, all three of them, made history. Astronaut Michael Collins passed away today. Well, the Mars helicopter Ingenuity has taken a picture of Mars rover Perseverance during its third flight above the surface of Mars. You heard me right. It's third flight. Ingenuity, the little helicopter on Mars has already made three flights above the surface of the planet. Uh, the flights, most recent, actually the little helicopter <laughs> left the field of view of Perseverance's uh, camera. And uh, it went off. off. I, I know the news media was showing a edited version of the 
a flying event as it left the 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 the, the field of view from the camera, and they kind of edited it and they had little uh, ingenuity coming back in view pretty quick. Well, in actuality, that little helicopter was out of view for in, during the live uh, video for probably about uh, ten seconds. <laughs> it was it was still going before it started coming back. But, you know, news media's got a certain time frame for each story they show, so they had to kind of edit the video. But if you watch the the actual video uh, on the NASA website, you saw it leave the field of view for quite a long time and then come back, come back into view. But then it also took a cool picture. Ingenuity, using its camera on the helicopter, took a nice photo of the Perseverance rover. And that's on my Twitter feed as are all the stories I talk about, twitter.com slash podcast if you want to go check it out, or just go to the NASA website, and there's all a bunch more photos. But you can actually see. I've got a blown-up version on my Twitter feed. Uh, I've taken that from a wider-angle version, version and uh, just kind of blown it up so you can see both the wide-angle and the blown-up version. And you can see uh, Mars rover Perseverance there captured by the lens of the Ingenuity helicopter on the planet Mars. Well, previously I told you about SpaceX winning the contract for the uh, human landing system to go to the moon. Well, now it appears that there's been some protests to that contract selection. Blue Origin announced that it filed a protest of NASA's selection of SpaceX for the A Single Human Landing System Award. Now, another company, Dynetics, has also filed a protest for that selection. And they're wondering, hmm, will this move, could it force the agency to suspend work on the program? You can go read about that there on the Twitter feed. Uh, Space News put out an article about that. But, you know, this happens a lot of times when there's some big bucks involved and some history-making things. And this would be history-making and big bucks. So Blue Origin and Dynetics have filed a protest against SpaceX, uh, the selection of SpaceX being the provider of the human landing system that will go to the surface of the moon. We'll have to see how that protest uh, for the selection goes in the near future. Well, it appears that uh, SpaceX Starship SN-15 has completed some static fire tests, and now they're preparing for flight. And uh, the, those people who always monitor the goings-on there with their live feeds and all that say they're expecting a flight to happen pretty darn soon. Even Elon Musk said that uh, they're preparing for flight uh, this week. He said in a tweet on the 26th, he said, Starship SN15, static fire completed. Preparing for flight later this week. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, about the flight of SN15 to see if it'll be another crash and burn flight or if it will be a successful launch, flight, and landing. I know with this uh, Starship, they're, they're putting a lot on the line there for a lot of uh, possible NASA projects. And uh, Starship's being looked at by a lot of people, a lot of ridicule from some saying, you know, how, are you, how could you be selecting spaceships that haven't even undergone a successful test cycle yet? And uh, a lot of them are saying that. A lot of people, a lot of the fanboys, anyway, 
kind of, you know, hey, it's okay, SpaceX rocks, yeah, baby, fanboy, fanboy. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of stuff going on with this SpaceX now. There's just, I mean, they love them. Some love them, some hate them. I'm just kind of watching and uh, enjoying the view. Well, another Delta IV Heavy launched from Vandenberg, and it was launching, once again, a top-secret heavyweight U.S. government spy satellite on ULA's first mission of the year. I was here in, uh, I'm here in California. I was kind of hoping uh, when it launched from Vandenberg, I heard that some launches from Vandenberg can be seen uh, from quite a few locations in California. But uh, I didn't see anybody uh, talking about seeing this launch that went off in the after the early afternoon. But uh, I was kind of hoping maybe I'd be able to see some some sign of a launch of the Delta Heavy Four Heavy. So, but I had to wait and just watch it on social media, which is okay. I've been I've already been to uh, seeing launches uh, when I used to work, and I'd go TDY to the uh, 35th, uh, 40th. <laughs> the 40th, the 45th and the 30th. It's the 45th Space Wing, or it used to be the Space Wing. Now they call it something else, as I talked about on a previous podcast. Uh, the 45th Space Wing and the 30th Space Wing. 30th being at Vandenberg and the 45th being at uh, Cape Canaveral. Uh, but I did get to see launches there. So uh, the seeing this Delta IV Heavy going up, it would, would have been kind of cool to see something different this far away from the launch site. But I didn't get to see it, but I guess everything went well. And uh, this NROL satellite is now in orbit. Well, here's another chance for the SpaceX fanboys to scream. A Chinese rocket in development. China is planning to develop a suborbital point-to-point transport in the coming decades. Its solution looks shockingly like SpaceX's Starship, the tweet says from Eric Berger. And it kind of does. But, you know, rockets are rockets, and you can only, you know, have so many designs of rockets. But any time something looks like SpaceX, these SpaceX fans just kind of go off the deep end sometimes. Not all of them, but some just get darn upset if a rocket is similar looking uh, to one of the SpaceX rockets. How dare you? (laughs) Their tweets are amazing, some of the things they, they come up with. But, you know... Uh, space is space, a rocket's a rocket, and things are going to look similar. Uh, I mean, how, how, how different can these rockets be? But once again, uh, I think others are also seeing a pattern here and tweeting out little teasers like this one apparently is uh, to get the fanboys uh, screaming, the SpaceX fanboys screaming at uh, how dare you do anything that even remotely Looks like something made by SpaceX. In the pink, a pink moon. Supposed to have happened a couple days ago. Full moon, pink moon, super moon. Did it look pink? I don't know. Some of the pictures I saw kind of looks pink. I actually put a little uh, moon. The the night before it was full. It still still looked pretty full. I took a a close-up with some uh, telephoto lens from my binoculars using my my, uh, phone as I've done in the past, and kind of t- tinted the moon a little bit pink. I said, well, if it were really pink, this is probably what it would look like. But uh, the pink moon is what they called it, and many people were just 
really enjoying the view of the, the pink moon, the super moon. And I know they had a bunch of drum circles again and full moon drum circles I used to participate in. Uh, some of the places I used to do in Colorado, they once again uh, started their drum circles on the day of this or the uh, on the evening of this pink moon. And that looked kind of cool. So I hope they all had fun out there doing their, their drum circles. But hope you got to see it if you enjoy that kind of stuff. On the 25th, the Russian Soyuz rocket launched 36 OneWeb broadband satellites. Successful launch. Quite a uh, number of burns I was reading when they, this thing uh, launched. Quite a, a few number of burns that it had to do to place all 36 uh, OneWeb broadband satellites in the proper orbits. And I read that all those burns and uh, placement of the satellites into orbit were successful. So 36 additional OneWeb broadband satellites now successfully placed into orbit via a Russian Soyuz rocket. And a lot of people are starting to see this uh, for the first time. Many have seen this uh, for you know a while now, but uh, Bloomberg did an opinion piece, and it says satellites are littering our solar system at a rapid speed, and they're pretty much talking about all these uh, satellites, like I was just talking about these uh, satellites that are put up there for broadband capability, where you have to have a huge constellation, and uh, like SpaceX's, uh, Starlinks, and the OneWebs and, and others, uh, they're just they're just placing these satellites, uh, onesies, twosies, all you know, like crazy. And so Bloomberg even now is getting in on the stories about uh, littering the skies uh, with satellites, littering the skies, the solar system, at a rapid speed is what the article talks about. I saw a cool video uh, that was shared by a Twitter user. Scientists show how Chinese astronauts carry out Luna exploration in the future. And it shared a uh, nice little video of a Chinese lunar rover uh, with two astronauts on board. It wasn't a real long video, but it was kind of cool to see. Now, I don't know uh, how close this rendition is to the actual Chinese lunar rover that's going to be up there. Uh, but it was a, a kind of a cool video. If you want to get a chance to go to my Twitter feed there and and uh, see that article, and you can actually see there's a link there to the 44-second video. It shows kind of how the, the rover uh, bends in the middle to go over rocks and bumps and things, and how it, the astronauts are placed on the rover back-to-back, and and then the final scene of the rover coming with the, the Earth in the background and the rover in the foreground with the Chinese flag proudly being displayed there on the rover, and that's how the uh, video ends, but go check it out. It's kind of cool to see that rover, and uh, it's, it's a pretty good uh, video. It's, it's no sound or anything. It's just kind of the 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 actions of the rover itself and the little astronauts that are uh, riding in the Chinese lunar rover. I'm currently reading about Bigfoot, uh, an old. I think I talked about it a little bit on a previous podcast, uh, 1975 edition of. Uh, a Bigfoot book and uh, America's Abominable, Abominable Snowman by Elward Bauman is the book I'm reading. And then I ordered a couple more books uh, that feature the Minnesota Iceman. 
and that was uh, a carnival sideshow that uh, I think it was right around 1968 that I saw when I was a kid uh, at one of the county fairs or the state fair. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I got to see it twice. It was like 35 cents to, to, to take a look at it, and I, I paid twice, actually. I was really in, intrigued by this thing. And I actually found after reading these Bigfoot, this Bigfoot book, I ordered this, uh, two books on the Minnesota Iceman. And I'm just finishing up the second one now. But, uh, interesting. I didn't realize this Minnesota Iceman was so controversial. And I, you know, when you're a kid, you're just looking at this, this cool looking thing, this little creature there in a, uh, block of ice. And reading this book, these people that were involved in it, they, <laughs> it's amazing. The, 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 they could make a movie out of this, pretty much from this book. All the controversy that uh, went along with this Minnesota Iceman uh, creature. It's unbelievable. I had no idea. And now I've got another, uh, I think uh, John Green is is uh, one of the uh, authors of a number of books. And he was, I guess, big into the Bigfoot uh, research, Sasquatch research. And I just ordered another one of his books. So I'll be reading that. But kind of different. I never re- really read about Bigfoot. This is pretty much the first time I ever looked at this that much, uh, you know, and I've never seen anything about Bigfoot in space, so this is not space related. <laughs> but it is kind of different. It's interesting. Realizing that, that, uh, the Bigfoot creature was, may have been f- first seen here, named the Bigfoot, uh, in California, not too far from here. My wife and I are maybe thinking about going up there to Willow, I think it's Willow Creek, uh, near the Redwoods. And uh, go and check it out, the Bigfoot Museum and all that. But, yeah, interesting stuff. But I never realized how much controversy went in with these creatures, especially this Minnesota Iceman one after reading this book. But kind of interesting. So that's it. Until next time. Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys.